you would, if you have your Bibles, you can turn to James chapter 1, uh, verse 27. We'll read a passage from there here in a moment uh, as I conclude my, my thoughts here tonight. But, you know, pretty much everything we do, uh, you know, requires that, you know, that card that we're issued at birth, you know, that social security number. Uh, this was created back in 1936, really basically to, you know, track your, your wages uh, or your social security uh, benefits as you, you know, worked. And, but since then, you know, that number came is a little bit more important. We, we use it a lot of other places and we have to protect it as well. But in 1940, a woman by the name of Ida Mae Fuller, she actually received the very first Social Security benefit check. You know, she was the first person to uh, get, uh, receive a payment from this uh, program, this monthly benefit. This woman grew up on a, a farm in Vermont. Uh, she was actually uh, schoolmates with Calvin Coolidge, the, the president. And she worked as a school teacher most of her life and then eventually a legal secretary. And she never married. But when she turned 65 and retired, uh, she started collecting Social Security. $22.54 a month is what she started out receiving. And, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting in her case because she was the first one in the program. You know, she obviously benefited it with it way more than actually paying into it. But as that program began uh, in 1945, they said for every 42 workers, there was one beneficiary. Uh, 20 years later, in 1965, as word got out about this program... Uh, that ratio went down four to one. For every four workers paying into the system, there was one beneficiary. 50 years later, in 2015, that number's down to three to one. And they say by 2030, it's going to be close to two to one, right? For every two workers, uh, there's that one beneficiary that's receiving Social Security based on, you know, the wages of those two workers. And, you know, many even believe that maybe it won't sustain itself after a while, but the, the, again, the Social Security uh, program administered under FDR was intended to be a safety net for the elderly, the unemployed, and disadvantaged Americans. But uh, what I want us to think about tonight is that you know a couple thousand years ago, God set in place his own safety net, his own Social Security program, if you will, for his people. And so... You know, there's a very broad uh, verse in Galatians chapter 6, verse 10, that tells us that, you know, so then, while we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those of the household of faith. But let's see, let's look at a, a more narrow verse, uh, James chapter 1, verse 27. Notice what James here writes. He says, Pure and undefiled religion in the sight of our God and Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unstained by the world. You know, God has always, always been concerned with, with uh, the aliens uh, or sojourners in, in foreign lands, the, the widows and the orphans. We see that really throughout the whole Old Testament, uh, verse after verse of the prophets speaking about the orphans and the widows and how we are to treat them. Uh, and we, we read about don't mistreating them. We read about uh, when people went to harvest their fields, right? When they went to pick their grapes, uh, they were told, don't go back over it a second time, right? You leave that for the alien, for, for the, the widow and the orphans. You know, you're going to be that safety net for them so that they can eat. Exodus 22 verse 23 says, don't afflict them because I, God, surely will hear their cries, 
Isaiah chapter 1, verse 17 says, defend the orphan, plea for the widow. And again, according to James, who is God's social security plan uh, in the church? Again, he says we are, right? We are to visit. Uh, we are to see to their needs, uh, the, the extended care of the orphans and the widows. And I just want to touch briefly on this. You know, this is sort of timely for us uh, because of Sunday. But, you know, one of the ways that we follow this command is by supporting uh, the Potter's Children's Home. You know, th- this is a home that's in Bowling Green uh, where they do a lot of great work. We support them by sending uh, monthly funds to them. We do this commodity drive. Again, they'll be here Sunday to pick that up. Uh, we, uh, the coin cans, all of these different ways to help this uh, this children's home uh, support themselves and do this great work. Uh, before we moved here, uh, when we were in Knoxville for a couple of years, uh, the dormitories uh, for the, the school preaching we went to was on the same section of land as the Tennessee Boy Children's Home. And so our family got to see firsthand uh, how the, you know, these programs work. And we got to see the, these young men come in who had a tough life. And they uh, were dealing with a lot of different things. And we saw a lot of them being you know, transformed uh, into, uh, uh, into Christians, uh, being baptized for the forgiveness of their sins. We saw a lot of them uh, become uh, young men who, uh, before they uh, had an, a chance to go home to uh, reclaim their lives, and, and they were taught the gospel, and they were given a, a loving Christian home. Again, the point I want to make this evening is God pays attention to how we take care of the widows and orphans. And this is evident by, again, that Social Security plan that he provided. Uh, but unlike our current you know, Social Security program that we have in the United States that you know, it kind of sees gradually deteriorating, you know, that worker of ratio to, to beneficiaries, Let's pray uh, here uh, for this congregation and for the church as a whole around the world that God's social security system uh, will not be that way. Right? That, that we will be that safety net that he has established uh, for our widows. Right? They've invested in us. You know, they taught our, our Bible classes. They, 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 they helped raise us in the church. And now it's time for them to benefit from uh, the work that we do. And the orphans as well. You know, we're taking care of them now. Uh, we're, we're helping them out in their time of need. And hopefully by them seeing the love of God, that one day they will, again, be able to take care of us. Sort of as the, that, that plan uh, unfolds. And so this evening as we offer the invitation, uh, those thoughts in mind. Uh, if anyone uh, tonight is ready to become a Christian, uh, we would uh, love the opportunity to help you uh, begin your walk here tonight, to baptize you uh, for the forgiveness of your sins and become a Christian and begin your walk with Christ, become a, a new creation uh, to wash away your sins. Or this evening, if you need the prayers of this congregation, again, please let us know as together we stand and sing.